Blog Talk Radio. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, T, how are you? Hey, Lisha girl, I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. We are here on the second night. We got the celebrity basketball game guests, authors versus actors. We had the authors last night. Tonight we got the actors. Yes, we had a great time last night, and we ended in a, on a great note. You know, they were talking much smack last night, so we're going to see if they can back it up. But we're going to put the actors to the to, to the metal tonight and see what they all about. Exactly, exactly. See what they got going on. So I'm excited <laughs> to, that we're going to have them on the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to see who's going to get that win. You know, everybody do a talk of one game, but once you hit that hardwood floor... It's a whole other game, girl. It's all, all that matters who wins, yeah. And what's going to exactly. happen is we're talking to them separately, but next week we th- we have an interview with the winning team. So, uh, well, it may not be next week because depending on the team and their schedule, we'll have the, the winning team back on the show to talk about their okay. win, talk about uh, their projects. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Um, about Mm -hmm. them being able to come on and just share their journey uh, with us and share their time with us. We got some great guests uh, on tonight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Leash, that winning team always, you know, with any sport, they got to talk that smack. And, you know, I love a good smack game. (laughs) So I'm going to be interested to see what they say how they say it, and who's going to wear the smack crown. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And that's all that matters. So tonight we got Alfonso Johnson. Um, Mm -hmm. His projects include King King of Kings, 
the haves and have nots, Galaxies of the Gar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We have Kenny Sam. Uh, his projects include Postal, Wrath of uh, More, The Wrath of More, mm-hmm. and Misconstrued. Mm-hmm. We have Dana J. His projects include Saints and Sinners, ATL, Greenleaf. So we, we, we got all the po- popular shows coming on, all these different guests coming on. I'm excited um, for who we have coming on tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a brief break. Okay. And then we come back. We'll talk that talk before our first guest comes in. Uh, let's see who we're going to play tonight. Oh, I'm going to say this. Um, this is a quick little shout-out because um, I have really met some really dope people, honestly. Like, I've re- mm-hmm. met some really dope people um, in Atlanta. Is in Atlanta, And I'm looking for it now. Um, Lux mm-hmm. House, which is Chris. Christy Lux started her own magazine, which is it's going to be the sister magazine of Crave magazine, and mm-hmm. they are having a model search. Mm. Isn't that exciting? I'm so excited for her. She and when I say she has such a dope eye for creativity, she really, really does. Mm-hmm. She has a really, now, really dope eye for creativity. Where is she searching? So, All over. Yeah, well, it, she posted it on um, Instagram, and it's a male model search only. Sorry, ladies. Uh, it's, uh, and you just have to submit three images, a headshot, and two full body shots. Include your mm-hmm. phone number and where you live, your social media handles. You're going to send that to contact at luxhousemagazine.com. Now, you must be able, you must be available to shoot in either Dallas or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the images you submit must be unpublished images. So you can't uh, submit images that you've sent somewhere else. So if you guys are interested, okay. yeah, if you guys are interested, make sure you guys get that out. I have it on my Instagram. I'll post it on Facebook as well. But I'm so okay. proud of her. That's one of the mm-hmm. dope people that I've met Um in Atlanta is just really, really dope. Um, on top of Miss Nicola Mitchell, and you know she has the um, the girls who brunch, and that's the activity that we have. The activity, that's the <laughs> event that we have this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so Friday is the gala. And Zane will be there at the gala. So if you're able to mm-hmm. attend the gala, I'm going to get the information. I'm going to post it on our page. Uh, Let's Chat has a page, so make sure you guys are on social media. Look up Let's Chat on Facebook. Like, follow, and share our page. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to post it there. So, mm-hmm. And then Saturday is the basketball game, so I'm excited about that. So I want to make sure I put that out there. Um for all of those males that are aspiring to be models. Okay, sounds good. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. We're going to play some of that. 
We're going to go with Lux House. We're going to play some of that Karis Dirty Game. You know, I start to live when I realize that you don't worry about what anyone says about you. You don't worry about the ridicule. You don't worry about the judgment or the rumors. When you stop thinking about what other people think about you, that's when you live. Yeah. Life is such a dirty game, what a shame Many people chase the fame, I'm just trying to see the change So much pain, but won't complain, cause life is hard But every time you take a deep breath, it's a gift from God But my life, my life, as a child abused The same drugs that I slung, I watched my uncles use Rest in peace to the lost and forgotten The ones that's not here for you I would shed a tear, wishing you were somewhere near I represent for the ones that said they couldn't make it And to the non-believers that said you couldn't do or take it I live by no rules, no order, got a daughter and I will never let another man try to support her As long as I got two feet, I will hit these streets I will sell them drugs, I will sell my shoes I will sell my watch, I go back to the block Getting chased by the cops, I'm giving all that I got Everybody wanna live, somebody gotta die Everybody wanna smile, somebody gotta cry Everybody wants to win Versus actor celebrity basketball game, and that's 
uh-huh. the 27th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Adamsville Recreation Center uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's going to be exciting, exciting, exciting. We had the authors on last night. They was talking smack. They, you know, they ready for it. They ready. So we're going to see what the, what the, what the actors got going on. We're going to see what the actors got going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be a lot of fun. Yes. And, you know, here on Let's Chat, we're all about the books, and so we always want you to keep your cyber eyes peeled. Make sure you go and get your one-click on for that Peter Mac. You know, we love Peter Mac here on Let's Chat. He always supports us. We always support him. And really that's what it's about, you know, in this industry. You have to be able to support each other. So make sure you guys Mm -hmm. pick up Ayana, which is his latest. He also has... Coming in June, we have Brenda, Barely oh, yeah. Legal. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Yes, and that will be That's... coming in June. So make sure you guys keep your cyber eyes peeled for the release date on that. You know, Peter Mac and his, his pen is real slick, so I'm excited to see uh, what he has <laughs> coming up down the pipe for us readers. Yeah, so that that's that the summer is going to be a great time to be a a reader because some hot hot books are coming out. But definitely, while you're over there checking out Ayana and waiting for that Brenda, make sure you go ahead and one click anything with Peter Mac's name on it because you will not be disappointed. He has a phenomenal pen. He has a diversified pen, so you never know until you crack that spine open exactly which Peter Mac you're going to get because he kind of surprised us with Ayana Lee. He, he wrote in a different style, but stick with it because once you get accustomed to it, uh, you're going to get used to it and you're going to really enjoy that book. But he also let us know that he's going back to his original style of writing with the upcoming Brenda release, so Pick up that Ayana and get hooked on a Peter Mac classic and, and ride that Peter Mac train. Cause you, it, it, it's phenomenal. I really, really enjoy his pen. And some great books, you know, check out Reese World Publishing. They have some phenomenal authors over there as well. We got the one and only Miss Tasha DeMay. She has two books out under, I think it's two under Reese World Leash, Love, Truth, and Consequences, Parts 1 and 2. It may Tasha be more. Three, I just yeah. Tasha has three, three books just, out: Love, Truth, and Consequences okay. one and two, and she also has oh, right, Through the Fire. Right. Through the Fire. I really like that Through the Fire. I'm hoping she comes out with a part two to that. But she is Tasha Demay. I love that. That was the first read of hers I did. Yes, she is. She Amazing. is. One thing I love about Tasha is for her to be a new author. She has. Um, a seasoned author's grind and and mm-hmm. ambition. Like she always mm. wants to improve her pen. She's always looking for things and ways to just kind of step it up a little bit. You know, some people mm-hmm. and I don't want to see no inboxes. I'm just saying you have some authors that are <laughs> they used to be in basic. This is like this is what it is. They don't expand their right. pen in either direction. And what's one thing I say about Tasha is Tasha will try a little bit of everything. Mhm. That's true. Her pen is grown, Leash. 
It really has. It really has. We got our first guest here in the clubhouse, clubhouse, here in the chat room. You know, we got that authors versus actors celebrity basketball game this Saturday. Now, we had the authors on yesterday. They were talking mad trash. I don't know. We're going to see what the actors talking about today because the authors talking about we ain't got to meet. We're going we to we win. So, we're going to see what's they going on They walking on the today. court winning. <laughs> Absolutely, they walking on the court winning. They already done. They don't already spoke it out into the existence. So we are gonna see what the what the actors got going on. We got seven seven zero five five seven. Welcome to the chat room. What's your name? Hey, it's Jay Kwan with the Cypher's Den, and I'm calling in to represent the office once again. Yeah, we gonna smash on them actors. We ain't playing. Listen, listen. Hey, we're writers. Hey. We're writers. You understand? We're writers, and we write scripts for actors. All they doing is showing up to take pictures. That's it. They ain't doing nothing else. <laughs> Smashing on them dudes, man. What did they say? They showed up for the paparazzi. You said they showed up for that's the paparazzi. It, that's it. They taking pictures. They smiling, having a coke, and that's it. They trying to build up their little resume, their portfolio. That's it. They ain't doing nothing else. They going to act like they playing ball. That's it. Above the rim part, too. That's it. They ain't saying above the rim part, too. That's it. <laughs> For all of those that don't know your dynamic pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got hooked up with the um, celebrity basketball game this Saturday. Oh, wow. All right, well, first of all, my name is Jay Kwan with the Cyphers Dan, and I used to have a little show on Blog Talk back in the day, and that's how I met Nick. She was a regular guest, always promoting her books and whatnot. And uh, mm-hmm. I wrote a book back in 2009, and Nick kind of saw a little, little, you know, a little something in the brother, and she kind of took me under her wing. Not her whole wing, just half the wing. Try to help me out a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not a whole <laughs> wing, just a half a wing. I got a corner. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, she's trying to help me, you know, get my get my penmanship back up. Because I'm going re- you know, to release the book again this year, the first five volumes between October and February. Um, and the book mm-hmm. that we wrote is called Little Black Book, Bedtime Stories for Lovers. Um, it is not Fifty Shades of Grey. It is it is straight underground, straight erotic, but grown and sexy. Oh. And uh, true story. Nick actually about a month and a half ago to play ball, <laughs> and um, I used to play ball back in high school, and I even had a scholarship. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. And I went to the gym mm-hmm. like two days after she told me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ran up the court one time and ran back. I was like, man, I don't know if this gonna happen. <laughs> I done got a little. <laughs> I done started drinking over the years. <laughs> Gained a little weight. I'm still a champ, though. I'm still bullied. <laughs> you gotta rub me some he drills. He said, because I wasn't he ready. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to still represent. Because oh, the girls who brunch, man, this is, it's a great organization. I'm glad to be a part of it. So, I'm going to go out there and do something. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's uh, like paramedics out there, though, for us who. Paramedics, you're supposed to be like, we hey, ready.
So what made you become a writer? What was going on at that time in Jaquan's world that said, I think I'm about to make this happen? Well, I've always uh, been a writer. I actually I wrote my first poem when I was four years old, and my grandmother kept it on the refrigerator until the day she passed away like six years ago. But I never really uh-huh. pursued it until my sister tricked me into writing this little black book. And I, I felt like um, it came kind of easy, and I started to pursue uh-huh. it as a career. And when we dropped the book in 2009, we actually had a publishing deal. And when, before mm-hmm. we signed the contract, the, the publisher was trying to take 70% of everything we was doing. And I told wow. the dude, I was like, we could start our own publishing company. And he was like, good luck. So I did it. And I spent a lot of money on trying to get it up. Then Nick came in the pitch, and she was like, maybe show this young fuck a couple of things. Because she got like 50,000 books out, all of them bestsellers and all that. So you got to listen to people who's been doing it for a while, you know? So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So you just tell us about, see, I love the title. So, you know, T and I, we love books, and we get book bougie. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, that. The title, the cover, the synopsis, that's part of the eye candy of the book. So when you say the little black book, that's part of the eye candy. So as a reader, I'm like, oh, what's that about? So you guys give us a little bit of what's going on in the little black book. All right. Um, I'm going to give you the history on it, too. It started back in high school when one of my friends was reading, you know, the books that have Fabio on the front, you know, the, the Italian mm-hmm. buff dude. And mm-hmm. I, I told her that that stuff is not real in the black community because it's all made up. You know, somebody sat down and made up a whole bunch of stuff that just didn't make sense. And black people don't act like that. So she actually dared me to write something better. And I did. And she took it to my English teacher. And the whole four years in high school, I was writing short stories, love stories for my English teachers. And it was more like a, a how to do almost, you know, try this, try that, different things. What? And my sister started gathering all those stories from back in the day and she kind of put it in the book and then I ended up formatting the book not knowing that it was all my stuff in the book but mm-hmm. um and, and and little black book the first one we're going to do 13 series and we knew that the first one that came out is actually a little black book it's a four by six the cover is all black the words are written in white um bedtime stories for lovers and all it is is short stories short erotic stories and poetry about romance sex Intimacy and the down and dirty. Oh, okay, now you know you got to come through. Now we have uh, Oh, listen, this is how I knew we had something. <laughs> when we dropped it in 2009, we went to for sisters only with a thousand copies, and between Saturday and Sunday, we sold 600 out the door. And that's how I knew wow. we had something special. Okay, now. Because, you know, as readers, T and I, we have a whole thing. If it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. But if it ain't going to be nasty, mm-hmm. please send they ask to Starbucks for some coffee or some tea. Don't don't be trying to play around because you know we're going to talk about it because, you know, see, this is the thing. We do what we do for a reason. We, as readers, you get to feel the author's passion in their pen from what you read, mm-hmm. you know, from the way you right. gather their words and put their their thoughts together. But right. when you, the author does not have that and you don't know them like that, it's the passion for why they do what they do. And you get to hear right. that coming from their voice. And it, it makes it more exciting. So, you know, when you get the book, see, a lot of times 
eye candy, just like female eye candy or male eye candy. You know, everything is great in your head. Sex is great in your head. Books are great in your head. Everything is great in your right. head till you actually get it. And so a lot of times you got the eye candy that's on point, the title is on point, the cover is on point, synopsis on point. But then when you open up the content, it's like, what is this? Where they do that at? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we just saying. I promise you, I promise you it's on point. To this day, I know I have, that book has produced four babies. It's a baby-making book. Oh, Okay. That's something to live live by now. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. We just say it. All right, all right. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. You know I got my right hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. We here talking that talk with author Jay Kwan, who is going to be part of the celebrity basketball tournament uh, tournament game that is on this Saturday hosted by Girls Who Brunch. Now, Jaquan, tell us what position you're going to be playing this weekend. I'm playing all positions. As a matter of fact, you can go ahead and call it a tournament because they might need five or six games just to get one game in on us. <laughs> go ahead. Talk that talk, Jaquan. I love it. All That's day. Confident. All day. <laughs> All day. I'm not. I'm not even worried about these actors, man. Matter of fact, they're probably gonna show up in the wrong T-shirt anyway. I ain't worried about these dudes. Come on, man. I can't wait for them to get on and and, and hear what they got to say about about all this. You know, because they're gonna come up here trying to shine. Oh, I shouldn't say try. They're gonna come up here shining and just putting the artists to to you know bring look, them down look, a notch. Look, look, look. You ain't gotta be their cheerleader right now. You said the right word. They're gonna try. Just shine. You trying to be their cheerleader. Like, they need all the cheerleaders they can get anyway. They should bring their own cheerleaders to help them out. Matter of fact, that was good. Wait, did you say bring their own cheerleaders? Yeah, bring all the help they can get. Man. They need to bring their extra <laughs> movie cameras, part. some trick plays, whatever. Oh lord. <laughs> Somebody got their hand up. Somebody may want to comment on what you're talking about over there, Jay Kwan. <laughs> man, man, they ain't going to say nothing, man. Listen, I'm 5'10", but I talk like I'm 6'7". They ain't scared right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, let's yeah, see. Man. Let's see. We got Alfonso Johnson here in the chat room. We're going to bring okay. him in here. Let him talk that talk. <laughs> Since you done, you you done did a hard order. Hey, Alfonso. I'll wait. Welcome to the chat room. We good, good, we good. Before you get, before you go in, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your work, and how you got connected with Girls That Brunch. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm real close friends with Zane, the author Zane, and uh, she hit mm-hmm. me up. She told me about the organization. You know, I have a daughter myself, so, uh, you know, it's kind of like a no-brainer, man. Anything I can do for our sisters, I'm going to do it. I also got mm-hmm. another actor on my side who's going to be playing, too, Dion. We we over here listening to Homeboy talking trash, and this guy, nah, it ain't sound like that, bro. Real talk. Nah, man, I'm going down like that. You, you might be writing about this L, homie, for real. It ain't like that, bro. Nah, nah. Don't be in that pen, bro. Matter of fact, I hear y'all got y'all got players, players that don't that ain't even authors, like dudes that ain't even writing books. Everybody on our squad is an actor, but we for real, for real with it. So we coming, we gonna come, we gonna okay. have a good time. It's all for love, but 
Nah, ain't gonna be none of that trash talking in the paint, yo. Uh, and, and look, uh, you it, it sounds like you're reading off the script right now. You're not reading the regular script. That's not what we sent you to say. Look, we don't sent that for you to say. Read the script. Nah, At your part. Hey, look. look, look a mess, a mess. Now this, now look, this D Rob, man. This D Rob Robinson. All I gotta say is, okay, y'all do write the scripts, right? But we bring y'all imagination to life. So y'all gonna write about this L while we bring this butt whooping to life during the game. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm we 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 laughing with him because yeah, see you know because the pen brings brings the words, but the actors actually bring it to life. So yeah, all right. Well, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Make sure y'all, if you are in the Atlanta area, come on out. Authors versus. Actors, actors versus authors, celebrity basketball game. It's March 27, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Adamsville Recreational Recreation Center. And we'll make sure we have everything posted on our Let's Chat page. This is exciting. Now, you said D-Rod? D-Rod, D-R-O-B-B, D-Rod. Uh, D-Rod, okay, D-Rod. So you got to tell everybody a little bit about yourself your work, and how you got connected with the Girls Who Brunch. Oh, well, yes, I'm an actor, a uh, motivational speaker, and uh, a brand ambassador for Triple um, OG. Brand, and uh, I got into the, well, actually, my partner right here, Alfonso, um, told me about the game, and, and I was excited to hear it. I was ready to play off rip, so uh-huh. that's how All I got right. to go. All right, well, they sound okay, like they're ready, okay. Lee. Jaquan, they, yeah, say, they say they ready, Jaquan. And look, and I, I'm going to let them have their little 15 minutes right now. They're 15 seconds. They can have it right now. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> look, I hadn't played in years. I hadn't played, like, a good, like, full-court run in, like, 10 years. But um, this week, I've been, it's been every day. So I'm ready. I'll be ready on Saturday. It's been every day I've been hooping. So I'm, I'm ready for y'all. Uh-oh, so, we've been thing, training. That thing, that paint is the no-fly zone, for real. No, I'm trying do to not fight. step in that paint. No, 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 no. no, no. That's for you stay out of there. Y'all, y'all better shoot. Y'all better be a bunch of curry. <laughs> bunch of curry <laughs> to <play> Thompson. <laughs> no. We love it. We love it. And we love it because she wants to do this every year. You know, it, and it's important that these things are done. Tell us. Each of you, um, what does it, for you, what does it mean to be able to give back to your community in this type of way? Well, I'm, you know, I do this all the time, whether it's helping feed the homeless or, you know, being a mentor for young children. This is what I do. This is, I mean, I came, I came from nothing. So in order to put myself in an opportunity to where I can at least give back, hopefully that, that'll transform into these young children. And, you know, whether it's boys, girls, whatever, you know what I'm saying, that's all the community right there. And all I got to do is just take what I have in me and try to put it in them and let them grow. It's like planting seeds, basically. And I'm trying to water that foundation right now. So anything that I could do, blood, sweat, and tears, I'm going to do it. Okay, now who was that saying that? That's Alfonso. Alfonso. All right. And D-Rob, what about you? I just feel like that's our job. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our job is to give back to the youth. I mean, that that's the next generation coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. if we don't start that platform and give back, then they won't know how to do the same thing in return for the generation after that. So this is this is something that 
we should be doing. We're obligated to do it. This is our job, you know, as being men mm-hmm. to get back to our, you know, uh, little children, women, I mean, little girls or little boys or whatever, you know, any, any child that's coming up has to have a role model, somebody to look up to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, start, it starts with us. It starts with us, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. going to transform the same, that's going to transform that same motivation and that same work as it's to the generation after us, you know, and it's going to keep going on and on, but it start, has to start from somewhere, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. It starts by getting and back. it's, it's so many females, you know, as they get older because they don't have, and I think this is the problem, because you have females that are, we really teach our girls to be independent, you know, and a lot of times they don't have an example of what a real man is or what a man should be. And so they are so used to seeing their mother or their grandmother or their aunties handling everything. You know, they do everything. They take care of everything. They fix and stuff. They up under the car. They change in life. But they doing everything so they don't have that example. And But on the flip side of that, there are boys that really don't have an example. I think that when you have children, even if you leave them, you are teaching them something. You see what I'm saying? And you're creating that pattern. Can you guys talk a little bit about that, the importance of showing girls, you know, young girls, that there are men and this is what they are supposed to be able to do? Exactly. But the, the the importance of a man being in a young girl's life, whether it be fathers or just a, a role model, a male role model, is because you got to think about that love that you show that little girl is the love that she's going to expect to get from, you know, the man or a future husband or future boyfriend. So as a man, if, you, if you're treating that girl with respect, you know, opening doors, you know, talking to her nice, showing love, that's what she's going to expect. You know what I mean? And she's going to expect to get that same type of love. She don't get that same type of love from that man, you know, from that, that role model, that father or that, you know, that role model, then it's, it's, it's a, she's not gonna she's not gonna react in a way. To, it's pretty much if, if she don't get that same type of love, then she's gonna know that's not right. Put it like that. You know what I mean? She's gonna know that's not right. So if I'm a father and I'm in my daughter's life, and I'm showing her all every love and you know teaching, you know showing her, taking her out, and you know just treating her with respect. The next person that comes around, you know, a boyfriend or or a husband or whatever, if they don't treat her with that same amount of respect, they're gonna already know. But if that father or man is not around, now they have to figure it out and try to search for love anywhere. You see what I'm saying? So that male is so important. Man is so important being in that little girl's life because that's the example that they get. You know what I mean? If if, if he's not around, it's like they pretty much just searching for love anywhere. You know, it's like they don't know how to love. And a woman can't teach the, the young girl how to um, the, a man supposed to love a woman or love a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. That's why mm-hmm. it's so important for the man to be in our, in our daughter's life, our niece's life, you know what I mean, and set that example to show you how a real man is supposed to be the woman, period. That is that is so true. This is Tony. And once again, thank you guys for, for coming on and sharing your time with us. But that is so important because I have a daughter, and, and that's, my, my husband should be the first man that shows her that, and everyone else has to just live up to what he has provided in her life, you know, and and just show her what it is to be a man. But I'm going to ask, we're going to get back to these positions, and I want to ask B-Rob, were you the one that said don't come into the paint? No, that was me. That was Alfonso. That was Alfonso? 
<laughs> okay, yeah. Alfonso, so you playing that, that five position? Don't try to pull over because I'm a sports fanatic. I know my positions and what they bring to the court. So what what are you bringing to that paint, Alfonso, that Jaquan should be worried about? Well, I'm 41 now, so I ain't nowhere near what I used to be, but <laughs> – I, I was a so you're not, you're not, wait a minute, I, mean, I, I can talk to smack. You're not supposed to leave when I'm only 41. You're not supposed nah, to leave with that. No, no. You better leave with your no, power, She did the same thing to me, too, man. Don't worry about it. She did the same thing to me. Nah, that's keeping it 100. But you I can't, you, you, you got to come in here like you winning. You got to come in here like y'all winning now. You can't talk about we need to ambulance. We need oxygen, and I'm 41. We, we are grown men, and grown men know when to sit down. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, nobody, like me personally, 10 years ago, me 10 years ago on the court, I was a beast. I ain't played ball in, like, over seven years. But when I stepped on the okay. court, I've been, step, I've been shooting J's ever since I first heard out about this. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't dunking okay. like I used to, but I'm still I'm still holding that thing down. I played the five when I was in college. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh-huh. I was a small five because I'm only 6'4". But I was dunking everything. I ain't dunking everything no more, but I still grab them boards. I still know how to set them picks. I'm still gritty to the core, like, you know what I'm saying? And I will put that okay. back on you, and I will box you out. I will post you up. I got all that. So, and but, ladies, okay. ladies, keep, ladies, just, just ladies. Keep back of, just keep in the back of your mind, this, this dude right here is 41 years old. Stop playing. Right <laughs> I get you. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to okay. keep it all the way real, though, ladies. Keep it all the way real. There's a difference, and I'm going to try to piggyback a little bit on what the fella said earlier. There's a difference in what we had to teach our young girls and young boys. There's a big difference between being a grown man and a grown boy. Big difference. Mm. Big difference. And yeah. a grown man, like he just said, 41, I'm 39, I ain't played ball in 10 years either. I'm going to talk that trash. I'm going to jump in that paint. 6'4", I ain't scared of you. I'm going to break it to you. But, right, I, I, trust me, I, I do know when to back down, though. Like, like your boy said earlier, this is D-Rod, this is D-Rod talking now. Like your boy said earlier, you come in that paint, y'all is going to need them stretches. Okay, <laughs> okay, B-Rob, what position you playing, B-Rob? What you bringing to the court, B-Rob? I'm, I'm going to play that three. I'm going to play that solid slasher. He's lying. He ain't oh, okay. Solid slasher. He played. Exactly. He said the right words. He's playing. I mean, if he's acting, he's playing. He's going to be in the corner just I'm sitting over there. Quiet. I'm going to play that slasher role. So I'm going to be the type. I'm going to the rack oh, on you. No. I'm getting all boards. I'm getting put back. I'm getting everything. I control that paint. All right, man. I control now. that. I'm, I'm paying that four and that five or that three. That, I can play the three, four, or five. Either one. No, I'm not. Oh, he's Man, I'm going to give, give y'all about two minutes. After two minutes of all that running, y'all going to sit down. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> sit, man. All I got to say oh, is, y'all going to sit y'all little so-called six-eighter. He going to get banged up. So anybody <laughs> worry about that six-eight dude that ain't even no artist. <laughs> he ain't even no artist. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? <laughs> Now, if there was an animal that you can talk to, 
what animal would it be and why? If you can talk to an animal, what animal would it be and why? Let's start off with Jay Kwan because he, he talking that talk and he could write about it. It'll be in his next book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The animal smashes actors. That's what that's gonna be the title of the book. <laughs> if I could pick one animal that I could talk to, it'd probably be a tiger. Oh, um, and you why? said why a tiger? A tiger. Uh, uh, a lot of people don't know a tiger. The tiger is the strongest cat in the jungle, and it operates by itself. It doesn't need to hunt in packs or nothing like that. It pretty much goes out and do what it want to do when it wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it will give mm-hmm. a lion a run for his money because it is the strongest and heviest cat and the quietest cat in the jungle. So I'll, I'll probably pick a tiger. They won't see or hear you coming, huh? Nah, that's what I'm going to be on Saturday. He said he, said he move in silence, right, y'all. He move in silence. Y'all ain't going to see him coming. It's going to be, y'all ain't going to see us his jersey. Go right back. That's it. That's, That's it. Alfonso, what would you be? At first, I would I would say a tree, but a tree's not an animal. The reason why I would say a tree is because trees are around for for a very long time and they see a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's wisdom right there. Mm-hmm. But if I had mm-hmm. to pick a specific animal, it'd be a T-Rex. Because I'm gonna ask a T-Rex, would it feel like to be afraid of Fonz, bruh? Huh? Would it feel like to be afraid of I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You put some thought into that one. Okay, B Rob, yeah. let's round it off. What you gonna be? Uh, what animal you wanna talk to and why? Um, I would always this has been my favorite animal. I would always talk to a bear because a bear that's fresh out of hibernation because you don't know animal in the jungle really wanted with a bear. See a bear mm. he minds his own business, he do his thing, but when it comes down to it, it's like you, if you even, you know, push a bear to the point where, you know what I mean, once you, once you step on the bear's toes, it's, it's, it's too late. There's nothing you can do to stop the force of a bear. There ain't nothing you can do to stop its strength. It's going to be like in that paint down there. Like I said, it's going to be that bear strength. You're going, you're going to get some bear. A bear is unstoppable. Don't step on toes. You don't want it with a okay. bear, baby. Okay. okay. We got you tigers, bears, and dinosaurs on Saturday. It's going to get ugly. Oh, I love it. I love it. This is a classic oh moment for children's book right here. It really is. That was classic. <laughs> Bears, tigers, and dinosaurs. There you yeah. go. That's, right. the next one. That's the next one. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to lie, though. I'm feeling some kind of way. To, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, D-Rob, who said he was a t- uh, T-Rex? Who said that? No, not D-Rob's going to be the bear. I found said the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel some kind of way because you just like call me a snack. You know what I'm saying? Like on Saturday, you're just going to eat a tiger up there. I'm like a snack man? Like, like a little lunchable or something? That's what you're saying? Okay. 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 Oh, With some animal crackers. It's a hot day. With the frosting on it? I want the, I want the honey gram Give me no coin for this here right here. So y'all come together and do a kids book. 
I'm just saying, a little kids anthology, you know, the little, little short reads for little babies about the dinosaur, the yeah. bear, and, yeah. you know, rock it out. And the tiger. Well, yeah. <laughs> and one they the, came to the, play ball. One of the authors that's on the author squad, he's also an actor. I got him on the author squad. His name is Lem Collins. I think he has, like, two two children's books out. So salute to that brother right yes. here, Lem Collins. We yeah. talked to Lem last, Liam last night. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us in the chat room. Before you guys head out, make sure you shout out any of new projects you have coming up, all of your social media um, that you, you know, people can hit you up at. Well, right now you can see me in the theaters and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Also, you could, uh, a couple of, well, last season's episode of The Have and Have Nots, but also I got upcoming projects, The King of Kings. Um, lock and key, and also be be tuned, be tuned for this uh this video that's gonna go viral called Lemon Pepper Wings. It's gonna be online. <laughs> y'all heard it here first that it's going. Okay, viral. now who's this talking? This is Alfonso. If y'all me and okay. B Robert in the video though, if y'all like Lemon Pepper Wings, y'all gonna love this joint. <laughs> lemon I like it already. Wings. All right, me too. And awesome. and, and now. Now, D-Rob, about to let you know what he's working on. Uh, yes, I'm working on I just got to film a pilot for a show for Netflix called Hoodlum. Um, also, I'm about to fil- uh, film another pilot for the Adult Swim called Human Relations. And uh, me and Rodney Perry and actually Alfonso are working on a movie called Heaven's Gate. And then Lawrence Taylor's story is coming soon. Y'all get ready for that. So we're gonna me and Ponzo um will be in that too also. So we got a few things we're working on right now. All right, um, Giants. Yes. Social social <laughs> media. Um <laughs> my Instagram is D Rob two K three D R O B two K three and my Facebook is D space R O B B space Robert. R O B E R T S O N. Yeah, my social media is on uh, Facebook. Alfonso Akhenaten Jackson, and on Instagram is Akhenaten. That's A Q E N A T E N. Holla. All right, now, Mr. Daquan, what you got over there? Um, uh, like I said earlier, we got uh, volumes one through five for Little Black Book uh, coming out starting in October, right until February, and then we're gonna drop mm-hmm. the other, uh, the rest of them throughout the rest of the year up until 2018. And you can pretty much find us anywhere uh, just by putting in the Cypher's Den, whatever social media. And it's, it's T-H-E-C-Y-T-H-E-R-S, Den, the Cypher's Den. Okay. All right. We're going to see what the rest of these actors got to say tonight. So thank you so much for joining us. If you like to stay in the queue and hear them other guys talking that trash, we're just going to put you in there and enjoy the show. Once again, thank you for gracing Let's Chat. Good luck on Saturday. Who's going to get that yeah, W? Thank you for having us. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we appreciate you guys. we got to take a brief break. If you're just tuning in, this is Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got the fabulous Miss Tony, And we'll be riding it out with the actors of the celebrity basketball game and author. Jaquan, they ain't here talking that talk. If you are in the Atlanta area, make sure you come out and kick it with us. For the Girls Who Brunch Tour weekend, they are having this game. It's a celebrity basketball game. It's at Adamsville Recreation Center. Make sure you come out and support 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with actor Jermaine Allen. Okay. 
I think we're going to hit them with some. We got actors, right? We got actors tonight. So we're going to play some Keith mm-hmm. Robinson because Keith Robinson not only is an actor, but he is a singer as well. Okay. Uh-oh. We're going to play some winning, him and Blue Marley. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Winning. She said she never ever been with a star. She said she never gave nobody your heart. I said, relax, this is only the beginning. Don't you with me, baby, know that you're winning. They both not compare, yeah The finest fabrics that just pay the chain No need us arguing over petty things Look, we'll pull up and foreign horses, I'm the jockey Green light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes Don't need no mistletoe to give you kisses Flashing, I be like, damn girl, you blowing up. I saw you skating on, no need them hating on you. Louis, I'm lacing on you, nothing is basic on you. Smile on your face, make me say, girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you to know.
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. That is winning with rapper Blue Marley and actor slash singer Keith Robinson. Make sure you guys go out, pick up his new joint, Love Epistolic, that is available anywhere music is available. It's an awesome, 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 awesome um, CD. I have it. I got it when it came out. Um, You can also check out our archives here on blogtalk.com and on iTunes and listen to his interview uh, from a couple of weeks ago. We had him on the show. So we appreciate him. We appreciate when he sends us music. Shout out to Bird School Records. We appreciate them. Appreciate Blue Marley always giving us a little something, something. So we appreciate all the support that we get here on Let's Chat. If you're just tuning in, we got the actors versus the authors. Celebrity basketball game. This Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is going down. So if you're just tuning in and you missed it at the end, make sure you go back and check out the jive that was being talked in the beginning of the show. <laughs> they was all going in. <laughs> so now we're going to continue. We're going to continue. We're going to continue to ride. We got actor Jermaine Allen. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome. How you feeling? We Welcome are good. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate you showing me love. Awesome. Tell everybody a little bit about your work um, and how you got connected with the Girls Who Brunch. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Uh, Alfonso is the uh, gentleman who introduced me to the Girls Who Brunch. Um, so I have him to thank for introducing me to the organization itself, certainly want to support a positive organization, and he knows that. So I want to shout him out one more time for uh, introducing me to it. Uh, but I started uh, acting uh, by accident. I started modeling in college and started uh, our first independent film. was out in Virginia, a film called Snowflake Crusade, and um, sort of went from there. Um, once I moved down to Atlanta, I got more involved probably over the last maybe four or five years, worked on a number of sets, um, a lot of extra feature, extra work, and some more independent film work in itself. Um, I've worked on uh, Bessie, uh, Hunger Games. Might have caught me clapping mm-hmm. a couple times because can't nobody clap like me on the game. Uh, you might have seen me in a couple uh, shows that were filmed here uh, in the Atlanta area. So I'm excited to see more there. That's awesome. So, uh, have you ever played basketball? I mean, do, what do you bring into the court on oh, Saturday, Mr. Jermaine? You got jokes, man. You must not know, man. I'm a legend on three playgrounds. What are you talking about, man? Uh-oh, not one, not two, but three. But three playgrounds, man. Five, Look, y'all can't what come on here talking dive, talking about three playgrounds. One need on, an ambulance. No, one don't know no, he go up and down the court. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how many times I'm going to get up and down. I might play defense. I might play offense. I don't know, man. I'm not as young as it used to be these days here. But whatever side of the court I stay on, I'm going to make certain that my name left on it. That's for sure. That's All for right, sure. now you talking. Okay, what position you bring into the court? What what you bring in, Jermaine? Talk talk to me. Let me uh, it, talk it really game. all depends. Let me I'm, I'm playing anything. I'm playing anything other than the center, man. I'm not, I'm not playing center, man. But, you know, if I, if I need to. Show a couple low post moves. I could do that. I need to step outside, but you know, might hit them up with their UTEP two step. 
you know, who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> it's just a matter of what the game needs at the time. Whatever my team needs, I'm trying to just provide. That, that's really all it is. It's about the W. That's all it is. All right. Now, all you right, know that right. the yeah, they say y'all all about the paparazzi, so you know we 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 want to see um who who's gonna come out on top. So what yeah, do you they, think about they, that? They were hanging out to dry last night. <laughs> yeah, they hung y'all out to dry last oh, night. The, they the went in. were hanging us out to dry. Last right? night they was going in. They was going in. Oh, you know they've already around, said you know. that they're gonna win. <laughs> hey man, I, listen, maybe you know they might have won on 2K17. You know I'm not really that good on 2K. On the PlayStation and all that, but you got to actually dribble and shoot in the game, man. So it's a whole, it's a, it's a lot different than pushing that X button, that circle button. It's a whole different thing. So it, yeah, maybe they were just confused. Maybe they created uh-oh, a team on ninety nine. They put on ninety nine and just we got some serious talking in the chat room tonight. They talking some serious time. Let's see, let's see. We got we got teammate on here. We got Vincent Lamonte, Vinny. Welcome to the chat room, Vinny. Before you go in, tell everybody a little bit about your work and how you got hooked up with the Girls Who Brunch. Hey, everybody. How you doing? My name is Vinny Lamont. Um, Los Angeles native, writer, director, producer, um, part-time actor. Uh, and um, I met the um, ladies who brunched via one of my good friends, Dion Robertson, who's actually playing in the game as well. And um just looking forward to this Saturday. Okay. Now what you bring to the to the court, Mr. Vinny? Talk to me. You got your back to the basket? What you you, you got the, the paint covered? Talk to me. What you what you bring to the game? Um I'm more so a point guard. I'm a playmaker. I look to set ah, up the shots. You're the general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure everybody's in the right position to score. That's what I bring. Um Growing up, my idols were Magic Johnson, being a Los Angeles Los Angeles native, like uh-huh. born right across the street from the Great Western Forum where they played. So, man, I was a huge Magic Johnson fan. Okay. Hmm. I got to so think this now, Lee. She got yeah. I they they coming up to the game. Yeah, yeah, they ain't coming to play. They came to win. All right. Okay, now, you know, do you look – okay, Vinny, this is Tony, first of all, and I'm a sports fanatic. I I love sports, and basketball is my passion. But um, on the court on Saturday, are you going to be looking to shoot first or pass first? Um. It depends on I was, when I play ball. I usually let the game come to me, um, but mm-hmm. mostly I'm looking to set up my teammates, and then once they get going, then that's when I get going. So definitely, okay. I'm looking to looking to pass first. Well, I will be looking to All pass right. first. Okay, I like that. I like that because uh, you know my my son is a was a college athlete, and when the point guard is looking to shoot first. It's kind of the kind yeah. of game goes kind of to the wayside. It doesn't bring everybody into the game. So, um, yeah. Mr. Mr. Jermaine, how do you feel I mean, about the general like, on the court? It, well, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm I plan on just looking to score when there's an opportunity to score. That that that's mm-hmm. really all it is. Uh, if there's an opportunity to score, I'll score. If not, you know, I don't want to force anything, embarrass myself out here. But. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not passing up no open look. I can promise you that. Certainly not okay, scared to shoot it on. 
Okay, now the author said y'all need to bring your own cheerleaders because that's the only way y'all gonna get some cheers. Uh, How y'all feel about that? Nah, we just use this. I'm sure that cheerleaders don't want to switch sides at the half. We don't need to bring y'all. No, we don't need to bring y'all. We don't need to bring no cheerleaders. They ain't gonna have nothing to do after halftime. They got an open door policy. The girls ain't gonna have nothing to do after halftime. They might as well come on over to the winning side of the court. That's hilarious. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Vinny, you are a director, you're a producer, you're a writer as well. Have you written yes, any books? Um, no, I haven't written any books. I've been I've written written ugh, written tons of screenplays though. Like um, mm-hmm. actually um, I'm actually in my um screenwriting group right now. I just took a second to um come on the phone and chop it up with you guys. But yeah, I'm right in the middle of my screenwriting group right now, and uh, we're kind of going over some tidbits to make our scripts better. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a super active writer. Okay, we wait for that book then, so we can talk that book talk. Do you think you were oh, yeah. interested in writing a book? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I feel uh, actually the funny thing is, growing up, I I was big into writing short stories and short novels. My um, English teacher, she kind of encouraged me to do that, and um, she taught me the format to write scripts. So ever since she taught me that format, I just kind of been doing the scripts. But um, I, writing books is something that I really am gearing towards doing because I have young children. And uh, mm-hmm. I want to leave something for them to aspire to mm-hmm. do as well, because I, I already know I have creative children. My 10-year-old is actually starting his own comic book company, so definitely want to do something that can I can leave behind for them and, uh, you know, get them to start working on their legacy as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Absolutely. 10 years with a comic book company, that's nice. Right. And now, here on Let's Chat, we're all about creativity. We're all about the youth. And whether you are an actor or an author, you are part of that creative process. What jewels would you guys drop on upcoming um, ambitious actors or writers that um, are new to the industry? You know, jewels that weren't dropped on you and that you wish somebody would have told you about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, can I go first? You sure mm-hmm. can. Okay. <clears throat> um, one thing I, I love to tell, like, up-and-coming artists is to maintain their integrity and do not compromise your art, you know, to quote-unquote making it because who, who defines making it anyway? And plus, you, you never want to, you know, sell yourself out in order to, to succeed in Hollywood because if you do that, you will become a commodity. And the one thing that we need to focus on as creatives, we don't want to fight for privilege. We want to fight for power. So owning your own material, doing your own material, doing your own thing, be be yourself. Just always maintain control. Never compromise your art and integrity. That's um, one of the lessons I would have wished I would have learned up and coming in this business. Because if mm-hmm. I did, I would be a lot, a lot further ahead than I I am now, but you know it's a mm-hmm. process. Mhm. Absolutely. And that was that was Jermaine talking or Vinny? This is Vinny. No. Okay. Man, no, I write rhymes, not books, so I I, I had to leave that up to the to the writer itself. That wasn't, that wasn't for me right now. 
or you know, mm-hmm. even even when you write rhymes, though, that still is a writing process. And that industry, you know, it's very hard when you are as a fan looking out, looking in. It's you have some that can keep their integrity in such a tainted industry, but you have some that show that it's very hard to do so. What jewels would you drop if somebody was trying to um, get into the rap game? Well, to be completely honest with you, I'm not a signed artist. I write because I just love the music itself. So I couldn't buy the name around how to get in the business. I would only tell you just keep writing your own music and be creative. Find your own fan base and, and really follow the same advice. You know, don't compromise yourself or your art or your vision. Uh, for anyone else, you keep just you keep creating, and if you have something that the people like, the people in the know will come see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, who has been your biggest supporter um, in on this journey that you had? Let's start with you, Vinny. Who has been your biggest supporter? Um, my wife, my wife, and my um. Actually, man, I have a, a ton, a lot of support, but my biggest supporter would be my wife. You know, um, given the industry I'm in, you know, it requires me to be away from home a lot of the time. And we have uh-huh. two two young babies at the house, you know, and um, she she tells me, go ahead and do what you have to do. Get out there and grind and she'll hold down the home front. You know, because she sees the vision and she she believes in me. You know, so definitely, my wife mm-hmm. has been my biggest supporter. Mhm. That's so important because it frees you to let your creative juices flow, and without having that at the back of your mind, you know. So shout out to the wife. You know, um, we we do support our men, and and when they have that awesome vision, so shout out to the wife. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what about you, yeah. Jermaine? Uh, my mama, I'm single like a dollar bill, so when she, my wife ain't supporting me, but my mama does. Like she a loved bill. Me. My mama loved me. So. Shout out to the moms. <laughs> yes, mommy loves him, but he's single like hey. a dollar bill, ladies. Hey, and I'm doing push-ups. Check him out. So. <laughs> oh, and he's doing some push-ups. Okay. Play with it if you want to, Okay. <laughs> Now, gentlemen, if we were here sitting a year from now talking about your accomplishments in 2017, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? We'll start with uh, Jermaine. Uh, For me, uh, 2017, uh, you know, life to me is more than acting at this point. So right now uh, I am building a property management business here that's expanding rapidly. And so by the end of 2017, I'll probably have that uh, another 30% uh, new tenants added to that by the end of 2017. That's what I'm really looking forward to uh, at this point in time, just expanding my business, watching it grow. Mm. Awesome. What about, what about you, Vinny? Well, right now I'm currently uh, in the beginning phases of starting my own um, production company and television network. Um, mm-hmm. I converted my converted my basement at my house into a a studio, and um, we're going to be launching podcasts, um, sketch comedy shows, uh, news shows, and um, other con- other content too. I'm still fielding um, ideas from talent, but um, am I right now? Um, 
if I could say how what what would make a successful 2017 is to have some talent that I personally molded and they are uh, getting notoriety. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's where where I'm aiming for right now is um, breaking talent and getting this production and uh, television network off of the ground. Oh, all right. So you guys are going to be busy. And, and a year from now, you're going to be talking about all the accomplishments. But thank you once again. I'm going to give you guys, I'm not sure if you heard uh, the end of our interview with the fellows prior to you, but I'm going to end with your interview with a brain teaser because uh, I think we still have Vinny on the phone, right? You sound like you're a deep yes, thinker. And I got I'm going to mix it up a little bit, Leash, instead of a, uh, my usual. I'm going to do a brain teaser. How about that, Mr. Vinny? How are you at those? <laughs> Uh, go for it. Shoot. <laughs> okay, see. I'm gonna go see. for it. Okay, let's see. I am the, the brain teaser is I am four times old, both four times as old as my daughter, and in twenty years' time, I will be twice as old as she. How old are we today? It's a math question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stopped paying attention to math in the fifth grade. You ain't gave me some math. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, I'm going to do a ding, 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 ding. Come on, uh, you can do it. I'm going to say 70. <laughs> I'm going to say 70. <laughs> oh, you're like 30 years off. Okay, the answer is 40 and 10. 40 and 10. <laughs> right, do you get it? I'm four times as old. I'm 40. And in 20 years, yeah. I'll be... Twice as old. Ten. Yeah. Right? Forty and ten. Right. So so yeah, ma- I'm I'm yeah. assuming math wasn't your, your, your strong subject. <laughs> hey, look, I, I I tell my wife all the time, I stopped paying attention when they included the alphabet into it. I was like, Whoa, whoa, hold on, these numbers are killing me. Now you don't want to include the alphabet. Uh uh-uh. I'm out. Three <laughs> X equal minus six when you that's what you're talking about. I can give you one of yeah, those. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but man, you know man. what? I was just I just posted this on my Facebook page because I went to I, I had to put my son in summer school. He's in high school. So I went yeah. to go do summer school. I didn't know the summer school was so expensive. I was like, wait a minute, when they start charging us for summer school? Because when I went to summer school it was free. We went yeah, to summer school to for go. free, and we were able to go to college for free. <laughs> yep. Wow. Summer school. Now it's like the, the cost of going to college. I mean, you're spending six hundred dollars for one summer school class. What type of shenanigans wow. is that? That's, That's crazy. Cool. Well, it's free here in my town. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Summer school. It's not like you signing up for it, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you a question because you are a thinker. Um, If you were president, because, you know, we got Agent Orange in there. I'm sorry if you're a Republican and you voted for him. We got Agent Orange in there, (laughs) or the orange alien, as I like to call him. If you were president, what are some of the changes you would make to better the Um, lives of children today? To better the life of children, Um, I would make um, financial literacy classes mandatory. Um, also I would, uh, <clears throat> definitely give black people reparations cause I think that would boost the, um, generational wealth gap that we have in America. And we definitely mm-hmm. need that. We need more young black children economically empowered. So that way we can 
possibly rid a generation from poverty, have a generation of successful young black children instead of a generation of impoverished children. So that'll be one of my mm-hmm. biggest things because this, the contrary to popular belief, this world is not ran on law, it's ran on power. So whatever I could do to help young children get power, that's exactly what I would do. Well, you put some thought into that. At least he was just waiting for that question to be asked. <laughs> oh no! I love that answer. It was on, yes, on point. He loves kids. Yes, he loves the kids, and you can you show that. So I'm gonna ask you another question because you are a writer, you are a producer. Yes. Um, would you think of producing or creating a? show because when you look at cartoons even when you look at the disney channel um unless you're watching like boomerang which is like the old school cartoons but when you watch the newer cartoons everything has so much adult content you know what i'm saying where it's really adult funny and kids just think it's just goofy but i think that when they're creating shows a little bit they're taking a little bit of a child's innocence so what kind of show would you create um, for the kids to be able to give them something to enjoy, but at the same time keep them in their space. Yeah, um, one of my favorite shows growing up was The Rugrats. I love. I still to this day I will watch it with my daughter, and she likes it now. So I love it's kind that. of something yes. that we share. Yeah, so it was like innocent humor, and it was like relatable for children, like things that we thought about, like eating crayons, the the guy on the oatmeal box. So we, I just wish there were more cartoons that catered to what children experience. Like I don't, I don't understand what's this acceleration for children to to grow up so fast. Is is I, I, if I could go back to being a kid, trust me. I would do it in a heartbeat, <laughs> you know. I, who wants these adult problems right now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely, yeah, yeah. um, I would I would cater more to um content to get children to just enjoy being a child. Like ex- use mm-hmm. your imagination, you know. Um, I think uh a lot of what adults pro- well would provide well in school the imagination is taken away from children and they conform them to be robots now. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, the imagination is that's why we're here right now because of our imaginations. As an actor, you imagine yourself as somebody else. As a writer, you imagine creating worlds and characters, you know. So we need to focus on letting these kids be creative, and imaginative, and, and give them their space to grow. Absolutely. I tell my kids, oh, this is you... the best time of their lives. As a child, it it's really the is. best time of your life. Because when you get them grown-up problems, you ain't going to do nothing but wish you was a kid every day. Because grown-up problems is different type of problems. You ask, you just ain't got to go to your room for a couple of hours or lose your gang for a couple of days. There'll be some serious yep. issues and situations um, when you got grown-up problems. So if you can absolutely. think back to your childhood, what one book in your childhood would you want to bring to the big screen in your adulthood? Um... One book from my childhood that I read, <clears throat> that's a crazy one because the one book that I I used to love reading as a child was already adapted, and that was the um, autobiography of Malcolm X. Um, I read that in, when I was in the eighth grade, and I was I just fell in love with that story. Um, 
But uh, another a book, uh, poof, that's crazy. That's a now you got me stumped right there. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, okay, I got one. It was this um this story called "Thank You, Ma'am" that I read when I was in uh ninth grade, and it was about a woman who found this boy on the street and he was just homeless, and she took him in and. He was out there ripping and um, ripping people off, robbing and everything. And she took him in and kind of spoke to him and got his life story and why he did the things that he did. And uh, she, he turned out to be like a pretty success. She adopted him and he turned out to be a success story. I always love stories like that, um, like where people take time to invest in the youth. So that would be one of the stories that I would love to call. Thank you, ma'am. That was the name of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sounds like a great read. Yeah, it was. It was really good. We appreciate Thank you. you so much. Go ahead, oh, I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your time, and we're going to look for those positive things that you have coming down the pipe. But before you leave the chat room, please share your social media sites and any new projects that you want our listeners to look out for. Sure, absolutely. Um, my social media, um, my Instagram is Vinny underscore Lamott, and Lamott is spelled L-A-M-O-T-T-E. Um, that's L-A-M-O-T-T-E, Vinny underscore Lamott. Um, same thing on Facebook. Um, my Facebook is Vinny Lamott. Um, I don't, you know what, man, I don't really know how to use Snapchat <laughs> or anything like that. So those are like my mm-hmm. two main, uh, those are my two main social medias. And as far as projects I have out, there's a project, um, on YouTube under Doggy Diamonds TV called The Rapper, which features, um, one of the brothers that's playing in the basketball game, Dion Robertson. And, um, yeah, you can check that out on YouTube under The Rapper slash Doggy Diamonds. Just put that in the um the search bar and it'll pop right up. All right. So make sure you guys check that out. The rapper slash doggy diamond D A D I A M O N D. S Yeah, plural. Yeah. S sorry, diamonds. Gotcha. It's all good. Make sure I check that out. But thanks again for joining Alicia and I here on Let's Chat. You know, the door is open. You're always welcome here. This is your home now. And uh, we're going to hey. see who's going to get that win. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it my best. Give it my best. I ain't a young spry chicken no more, but I I still keep up in the gym and play with cool Man, do we got to keep telling y'all. You, y'all come on here talking about something. One person said they need an ambulance with some oxygen. One person, <laughs> y'all got to come on here. Even if you think you about to fall out in three minutes, you're about to be like, we're going to win. No, <laughs> There's no, three I'm, minutes I'm, left. <laughs> I'm confident we'll be win. the best three minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, you guys have fun on Saturday. Oh, no yes. problem. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. We right, appreciate you, and I'll see you guys on Saturday. And, and um, because this is author night, this is Les Chad, we got the actors on for the celebrity basketball game. I am Alicia, and I got my girl, the fabulous Miss Tony. If you missed any of the interviews for tonight, all the jive talking that went on, no worries. Just go back at the end of the 
show and check our archives out on blogtalk.com or on iTunes. We're going to play a little Keith Robinson because he is an actor as well as an artist. And we will be back with Sims. Okay. Just Good. We are good. Joining us, Mr. Sims. 
Okay, before you go in, because I'm going to tell you, the, the, the authors were serving y'all up yesterday. Nah, we had all the authors on. They were serving y'all on the platter. It was nice platter. It had some garnishments and everything on it, but they were serving y'all up. But before you go in, tell everybody a little bit about your work and how you got connected with being part of the Girls Who Brunch basketball game. Okay, uh, I'm my last name. I broke it down for for an acronym. Uh, Sims, simple. In fact, more motivating society. That's what I believe on. Motivator, entertainer, creator. My aim is to motivate. My aim is to entertain. Uh, you know, create. songwriter, actor, and motivator. We have a little problem hearing you. I'm not sure. Oh, I think we lost the leash. Oh, he'll call back in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And you know what? When he said um, a writer, I could tell by the way he was talking that he had that mm-hmm. type of, you know, that would have been my first question. Have you or have you ever thought about writing a book? Because you can feel the passion in, in, his, in his tone and when he talks. And so... Every mm-hmm. time you hear that, you know you know that a person is a writer when you can feel the passion when they speak because it comes out in their pen, no matter if they're writing music, no matter if they're writing books. So it's always awesome when we're able to um, come across someone so creative. And I said this last mm-hmm. night, we got a lot of creative and talented brothers that have come on the show in the last two days. We have them on the show all the time, but just so creative mm-hmm. where they have just so many different layers to them. So it's really awesome. And so we want you to continue. We couldn't really hear what you were saying, Sim, so we want you to continue uh, what you were saying. Okay. Um, I was. I don't know where we left off, but I basically said Sim Serenade. Sim's last name broke it down into an acronym, Simple Impact More Motivating Society. I do believe with my talented abilities, that's what my aim is to do, a singer, song, actor, and motor. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And how did you get connected with the girls uh, who brunch um, basketball games? Um, well, actually, there's an opportunity to have next to a model, uh, a father, and uh, model for recommend on time, and I've seen them on the acting scene, uh, different situations, and you know it was brought up, and uh, I'm a big believer in taking advantage of the opportunity, and I took it. So that's how I got part of it. Um, we've been in the project together, so yeah, it, I, the opportunity was presented. So, oh man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Now we can get to the jive talking now because they laid y'all out yesterday. I'm just gonna it's tell cool. it. Yep, I'm about to tell you it. They had the pig on the on the table with the. They had the, the apple in y'all mouth with the garnishment all around. They laid y'all out. Oh, that's cool. I don't eat in food. It's fine. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me. us what position you play in tomorrow. What's the what 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 you bring to to the to the paint tomorrow? Oh, uh, you seen Jordan? Have you ever seen Pippen play? Who play? <laughs> you say Jordan and Pippen? Jo- yeah, have you ever seen Jordan? If you miss, now nah, I ain't nothing like Jordan, but I'm gonna bring a little, you know, a little hustle to the team. 
off of work. But you, uh, but you, you know, know you know, Sam, without Pippin, it would be no Jordan. I'm just yeah, saying, you bringing that little. type of game? <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, man, we got to get your mic adjusted because I want to hear yeah, you We got to get your mic right. Let's. We got to get your wow. mic right. We got to get you adjusted because you laying them out. You talking that talk. We want them to be able to hear Uh <laughs> To hear you. That's yeah, awesome. awesome. <laughs> can, can y'all hear me a little better? I I think it's just where I'm yeah. at. I'm at the airport right now. Um, but oh, it, yeah, I'm gonna just yeah, bring yeah. that hard work and hustle. You know, mm-hmm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do do what I can so so you know my team can become victorious. Okay, what position are you bringing? You might catch me at guard, but if coach say, "Hey, I need you to play big man," you know, I'm I'm six Uh-oh. one, but uh. Whatever coach say, yeah, you you fit good right there. That's yeah, you do that. Okay, you say you six one or you fifty one? No, six one, six one. <laughs> Dang, dude, hey, she <laughs> trying to she trying to get she trying to get me up in age talking about fifty one. That's the I think it's careful. the mic. I'm blaming it on the mic. <laughs> I think it's just where I'm at. It's kind of hard for for reception. Cause I was about to say, you bringing out at 51, you good. You can get that W right now. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's my game plan, you know. But the, the whole thing is to go out there and have fun. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to come home with that W. Absolutely. That's kind of like the NBA All-Star. You know, they come in all flair and everything. But when they get down to it, they want that W, that 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 defense and that offense start kicking in that last five, ten minutes. <laughs> you don't see the paper in, in, in the losing team. You know, they, hey, well, how was you? Nah, go ahead, go to the back, get get on the bus, brother. That's what they did, get on the bus. They <laughs> say go and get on the bus. <laughs> hey, you, you see how they did, did the foul because it was, it was terrible. After the loss, it was like two people out in the city support. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> exactly. But everybody wants that win at the end of the day. You right. Oh yeah. And it sounds like you guys are ready to just take it from the office. Hmm. Oh, you know what I like? I like the way you talk. That was that was that was smooth. Um, <laughs> you know, we we we, we going to try to have fun, you know, but we uh-huh. trying to get get that W. At the end of the yeah, day, you know, they say that y'all there pet. for the paparazzi. Y'all not there to play the game. Y'all there for the you know, Mama, uh, yes, Mama they... always told me that uh, the opinion of others don't even believe it. So you know, the the, the guys and you know, uh-huh. if they saying that, I don't know. Y'all might be saucing it up a little bit, trying to see <laughs> what's what's going to happen. Trying to fuel the fire. Fuel that fire. Yeah, I have to fuel the fire. It's been enough jive talk to the last twenty four hours. You can play back the archives and listen to the show. <laughs> What they been talking about? Tell me, give me a little hint, give me so I can know how to. Man, y'all got plans for the paparazzi, man. Uh, and you better bring your own cheerleaders, cause nobody's cheering for you. D- dang, we can't get no cheerleaders, yo. <laughs> they say Jeez. nobody's checking for y'all, and y'all ain't gonna win. Oh man. <laughs> they yeah, win, Sims. We telling you. <laughs> I guess we gonna see. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun, though. I think so. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, and uh, you know, from from what I hear, they you know they've been recruiting, 
So, you know, anytime, you know, teams get to recruiting, you know what that means, right? What that mean? Ain't no telling who's going to show up. <laughs> Hey, when they get their recruiting, they like, you know what? These guys got secret weapons that we want to try to stop. So mm-hmm. let's do all that we can do. No, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just messing, having fun, you know, uh, having fun. But yeah, we're gonna have some fun tomorrow, and uh-huh. you know. Now have you now have you been training Sims for this big moment on Saturday? You know what? what this is of- a big moment. I've been uh-huh. working out. I've been taking a couple shots. You know. We basketball shots, right? Basketball shots, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Hey, you don't want I'm me out there. You said I was taking a couple shots. I mean, he could have been watching. Clean, he could have been watching Cleveland and the Spurs and everybody playing basketball while he throwing back some shots. I mean, that might, that now, might be his birthday. The, hey, they've been giving me inspiration. You know, it's the NBA playoffs. I'm, I'm gonna go out there feeling like one of them. You know. Uh-oh. Uh, look, I already you know, hollered at you. tonight. It is. You know the, the secret is, and I got it. What's you know that? what the secret is? That Space Jam juice. What's that? Uh-oh. He said Space Jam juice. He been watching Space Jam, y'all. Y'all better watch out. Saturday, he about you, you to bring to. it. Hey, you got to be prepared. <laughs> you know, it's a couple of things that you got to do, no matter what journey you are in life. You get... If you playing ball, you might as well watch somebody that played ball. Might as well take a couple of shots and then get your mind right. Mm. <laughs> right. right. Absolutely. Now, you are an actor and a singer as well. And so we love snacks here on Let's Chat. Sing us a little something, something. You know, share a little something with us oh, here. I would um, love to. That, thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. This is a piece that I wrote. I got to if, hey, if y'all don't like it, just hit me with the air. But uh, <laughs> this is uh, grinding. Grinding, put the time and want the diamond, go and dig it. Remember that they told you that you couldn't, but you did it. You proved them haters wrong, hustle hard and stay persistent. My mama used to tell me, go and get it. Would y'all like me to continue or... Yes. Okay. See, based on statistics, I must admit that I should be somewhere waiting on the visit. But my persistence, my skill, and my vision that me once was scared against faith like religion. Father told me don't give in. Mama said, boy, if you lose, learn to win. Don't you be foolish, look up and repent. Dreams are only reached if you're disciplined. If you don't know the answer, don't guess the maid. Careful who you tell, what you tell, and watch out for snakes. And when they try to learn you, get the record straight. Get on your grind and be great, you dig. Grind and put the time and want the diamond, go and dig it. Remember that they told you that you couldn't, but you did it. You proved them haters wrong, are so hard and stay persistent. My mama used to tell me, go and get it. Sim get it. All right, now since you know here on Let's Chat, we have a rotation of music. We got to get you in our music library. You got to send us over some some something so we can put in rotation. Let's I love it. it. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for the opportunity to allow me to showcase my, you know, skill yields. You got to take advantage Absolutely. of the opportunity when it's presented, and I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely, we appreciate you See, even more. Be- so make sure you, at least. 
Yeah, I was about to say, you got to be multi-talented nowadays. Life is like, you know, my favorite saying is 31 flavors. Everything is 31 flavors. But shoot, life is like 31 flavors. You got to you gotta have the little cups and the little small spoons of a little bit of everything in order to uh, keep going, you know, in order to be relevant. You have to be able Please to move around it. in almost any any area, any arena. And I think that's the best mm-hmm. part of you being able to be not only just an actor, but a singer and a songwriter as well. You can move around in different elements. Um, now, what is... What was the most difficult thing in becoming an uh, actor? Um, well, to be honest with you, based on my upbringing, I feel like I've been acting all my life. But I would say the biggest challenge would be actually relocating to an area uh, with more opportunities, such as Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just taking that that step, that initiative with not really having any um, support. That was probably the biggest challenge, I would say, mm. thus far. That's since. a big one. That's a big step, though. I, I agree. You know, anything, though, has its challenges. Uh, again, it's all with the mindset. So I kind of knew that I wanted to make the move. I just finally got the courage, and a few mm-hmm. life scenarios happened, and I made the move, and... I've been thankful ever since. You know, had had a couple opportunities, still got to grind and work. And as you said, uh, it definitely helps, especially in this arena. As far as uh, I would consider myself multi-talented, because uh, there's plenty of uh, situations, shows, etc., where they'll say, "Hey, we need somebody that can do this," and then generally they always ask, "Hey, can you sing?" So you know that automatically knocks other people out of the boat. Um, but it's definitely right. trying to link with the right folks and, and work on my craft to be even better. I'm trying to pick up on something else, you know, something mm-hmm. to increase my odds. The only way you can get get ahead and not remain stagnant is is to make those moves. But since I'm going to give you a fun question as you wrap up your interview, and thank you so much for joining Alicia and I here on Let's Chat. Don't forget to hit us up with some of your music. But I asked Will you guys do. earlier – on this show about uh, a fun question, and I'm going to put that, pose that to you as well, because I kind of like their answers they gave me with the animal leash. <laughs> okay, we already have three animals here in in the chat room, so we're going to find out what type of animal Sims is going to add. Sims, if you what could be of? any animal, yes, if okay. you could be yeah. any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? Sims. I'd be Sims. <laughs> Now let me uh, let me let me let me you know I do think I'm animal like you know but uh hmm you're welcome animal you know several come to mind uh okay. gotta pick one huh gotta yep pick, just pick one. one get one <laughs> we'll wait animal. Uh, okay, let me get. Well, let me wait. go through my mask. Let me go through my mask. See where I'm at. Um, okay. Um. <laughs> I, I, I want. I, I would go with lion, but I assume I'm gonna assume somebody already used that one. You know, king of the jungle. But I'm gonna go with. I don't know the exact animal. You know, I'm pretty sure somebody out there does. But it's a 
animal okay. that that basically can um transform into its surroundings. I believe a it's chameleon. a water. Is it I a don't. Chameleon? I think it's chameleons really do color, but it's actually a, mm-hmm. it's a sea creature that can take the form of whatever it touches. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh. I wish I knew the exact animal, but it's a sea creature that can actually take the form of whatever it touches. And with that, I mean, you know, oh. adaptability. Mainly, mainly that principle is for adaptability. You can go any situation or circumstance and not um you're still you you're still you but you're able to you have a gift of oh i can adapt with those folks over there adapt with those folks over there adapt mm-hmm. with those folks over there and oh, yeah I like that's that. what i would go with okay so we have a uh an adaptable sea creature that adapts to whatever it touches and we have what else we have we have a we have a tiger a bear and a t-rex up in the chat room tonight. It's it's vicious in here this evening, Leash. <laughs> hey. Okay, so I like that. I'm trying to figure out what animal. I'm trying to. It is a real animal. I'm going to have to email it to you. I was watching Discovery Channel one day, just bored, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to have to ask my So is it a squid? He's into animals. It may. I think it may be a squid. Um, there are uh, there are squids that change their that change colors. There are um, flounders. A peacock flounder changes colors. Mm-hmm. They got what a, I'm gonna uh, do. I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna Google it, but it actually this can change the form. Oh, oh it can change hey, the form. Please let yeah. us know what that is. That's deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's deep right there. That's deep. We would yes, love to hear what that is. Make sure you get that, that information. Right along with All the right, music. Mm-hmm. We'll do. You gonna send that? You gonna send that to the chat radio show at gmail dot com. And I am mm-hmm. honored to do that. Thank you guys. Thank you. Well, you have now, fun on you Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, C. Now, I was going to tell him before he leaves the chat room to shout out his social media and any projects that he wants our listeners to be uh, aware of that he is starring okay. in or, uh, or being a part of. Social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, you can follow me at Sims Serenade, and that is S-I-M-M-S-E-R-E-N-A-D-E. Again, you can follow me. I'll follow you back. More importantly, make sure you follow your own dreams. And um, a project that I just finished up uh, is Post Hantu. It's uh, French where uh, the aim is to shoot it to Sundance. And I just did that with a director out in Texas, uh, John Teeth Tucker. Um, he's some dope talent that's on there. Uh, my boy Travis LeBranch. Um but it, it was a dope project, and I think I was honored to be a part of it. That's a project that I know mm-hmm. is about to come out, and uh, I'm going to speak life on many more projects and, you know, big blockbuster movies and things of that nature. I don't know the names yet, but I'm going to speak life on them. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. Uh, That's right. You got to speak it out there so it can come to you. Got to. You got any albums, music you got coming out? What you working on? Um. Yes, I do. Um. 
you know, my main focus is to write for other artists because of the acting, but um, I'm working on a project, um, and it's Sims, again, Simple Impact, More Motivating Society, and I think the audience will really enjoy it. People that, that enjoy hearing stories and uh, with, you know, I, I, it's not a lot of folks out there that I personally feel that are able to tell stories and be able to sing and it be smooth. There's a lot of talent out there, but I can only really speak for myself. But I think if you were to pop in Sims Serenade, you would enjoy it. And the ultimate goal is to change your life. Say, dang, yo, I, I was listening to this kid and like he he inspired me. Like he motivate he motivated me to change my life for the better. Exactly, exactly. Well, you about to change lives here on Saturday. You about to bring it to the authors on Saturday at the uh, authors versus actors celebrity basketball game. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. You're always welcome on the chat room. Feel free. Anything you have new and up and coming, send us your music. We always are always welcoming to independent artists as well. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thanks so hey, much for I joining app- us. I appreciate you guys for the opportunity and looking forward to talking to you guys in the future. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And have fun on Saturday. Let's see if you can bring that W up in here. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> All right. Good night. Have a good night. Good night. We're gonna take a brief break and then we'll be back with the man, Kenny Sam. This is state of emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to bitches, do? I'm sorry. Bitches, bitches, I'm back. Bitches, I'm back. Bitches, I'm back. Bitches, I'm back. Corporate loving hustle. Making money hustle. Just to get a couple views, watch a few struggle. I know we all hustle, that's all a part. 
this how we get it popping off, so we all bubble, bubble, bubble. You know nothing, who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking, that be sucking. You know we hustle around here. Yeah. You know nothing, who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking, go with niggas that be sucking. Uh-huh. You know nothing, who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking, that be sucking. You know we hustle around here. Yeah. You know nothing, who you wanna be hugging? Go with niggas that be sucking, go with niggas. All right, all right, all right. Yeah! Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia. You know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We ain't here talking that talk. They've been talking jive. We didn't have the authors yesterday, the actors yesterday. I mean, it's just been going down in the chat room for the last two days. You got folks talking about they're going to need an ambulance with some oxygen. They don't know if they're going to make it back and forth, up and down the court. We're going to see what's going on. We got the fabulous actor, Kenny Sam. How are you? I'm good. How y'all been? We are good. We're not going to ask which one you're going to be on Saturday. But which one are you? Uh, you already know what it is. First off, though, I just wanted to give a shout-out to that song y'all was playing while I was waiting on y'all. Yo, that bad to me go hard. You like I mean, it? That, that, yeah, that was that was that was that Big Daddy Kane on there? Um, no, that came from oh. Wahida Clark. Uh, when she did her last um, what's the name of that book? She did her last book. It was part of a series. She did a soundtrack that went with it. So that was okay, her daughter. Yeah, um, and I can't think of the. I forgot who the male was. Singing, I can get that information okay, for you. Yeah. But she did it. No, nah, that, that, that was that was real dope. Okay, that was real dope. You know, I, I be mixing it up in the in the lab too. Yeah, yeah. That's so the kind of that? music well, you hear before you get on the on on the court that gets you pumped up. Word music. Up, word up, and I heard that kid Jay Quan talking all that noise though. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't play that. I mean, they believe us when we told them. We told them they had put like y'all was the pig on top of the little table with the apple in y'all mouth all little. They had he laid y'all out. He don't even know we cut through here with the ginger sauce and be cutting heads off. He don't even know we cut heads off. You know what I mean? He practiced it. This what this how we live. You know what I mean? Playing with us like Mm -hmm. that, man. Don't play with the kid. But anyway, you know. I appreciate the platform y'all got for us, and, you know, really appreciate it. And I just want to, you know, show love back to everybody showing love. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell everybody a little bit about your work, um, your journey through uh, your career, and how you got connected with the Girls Who Brunch. Oh, man. Well, uh, my name is Kenny Sam Galger. Galger means hard work because that's what I do every day. Um, I'm originally, I was born in Sierra Leone, West Africa. I came to Brooklyn, New York when I was a little kid. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, after high school, yeah, I went, um, I went to the Army. And shout out to Jersey, too. I live in Jersey as well. I'm in North, mm-hmm. they put New Jersey, all of that. And, um, you know, went to the Army, did, did a few joints over there, Iraq and Afghanistan and all that, you know. Shout out to my people in the Army, all my brothers that served with me and the ones that's not here, rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. you know, after that, I came back. I went to school out here in, um, in North Carolina because I met this fly young lady. She brought me out to Charlotte, and um, I started going to school. Got my theater degree because I didn't want to just come out on the scene saying I'm an actor. I mean, I've been acting since I was a kid, but I wanted to be official, authentic. So I went and you know I went and got the, the skills and all that. They took me to London. I did you know shows there, 
I've been back in New York, did a couple of shows there. So I go all around the country doing shows um, in theater, doing television, you know, movies. And also, you know, like I said, I cook it up in the lab. I get on the mic and do all that. Um, Actually, I'm in rehearsal right now. I got a play called To Be a Lion, which opens up Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday here in Charlotte. And, it's you know, it might mm-hmm. travel around the country a little bit. So I do everything. Just did uh, Raising on the Sun, a couple of other works. Um, you know, so I just keep it bubbling, man. Um, you know, my mom left 2013 for good. Rest in peace, Ma, I love you. And I told her, you know, what I was going to become. And I didn't want to just be an actor. I wanted to be the best actor or one of the best, you know, because I can't take it from my, my predecessors. So respect mm-hmm. due to, you know, Sidney Poitier and, all the people before, I mean, that came after him and before him, you know, that, that paid the role, all respect due to them. But I want to be, you know, mentioned. My name needs to be mentioned in those same areas when their name is mentioned, you know, when, when my time comes. So I'm I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grabbing my time and I'm making it worthwhile. You know, I'm studying the craft. I'm honing my skills, you know, up in the cut. So I'm coming with it, though. Y'all, y'all got to learn my name. Y'all going to know my name. And it's one of a kind. The world going to know my name for sure. And that's part of my journey. Now, I see yeah. that you're a model as well. How oh, did you get into modeling? How did I forget that? How did I forget that? I've been doing that since I was a kid <laughs> as well. It just started, you know, my mom, like I said, rest in peace. Mom used to just dress me, you know, go to school, and you know, everybody would be like, yo, Candace, yeah. And then one day, you know, NAACP confronted me, and um, they asked me to do a couple of shows, so I started doing shows with them. And then um, it was just something that kept on going, and, and we took it to another plateau. And once I got out the army, I, I just started doing shows in Atlanta, um, in New York, everywhere you know that they needed me at. And um, I went and did the shows, and I get a lot of um, photo shoots and so forth. And I just I blessed the runway, you know, the runway blessed me back, and that's how we keep moving. Absolutely. Yeah. Now. Lux House uh, created the magazine, which is the sister magazine, the Crave magazine, and they are doing the model search. So, you know, you might oh, wow. want to get on top of that. That would be a good way oh. to fix your brand. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you don't mind, please send me the information. I'll send you my email and everything. I need, I need mm-hmm. you know, I'm always politicking. I'm trying to, always trying to get to that next level because, uh, um, you know, it's, it's a steady grind, man. You know, it's, it's nothing, nothing comes easy in this world. Especially in the mm-hmm. in the in, um, in the lane that we in, you know, it's it's just it's hard, man. It's hard, and I'm mm-hmm. not even going to say for a black man. I I take it as hard for everyone, but I say you know for for the black man to break through anyway. And and I'm not a prejudiced person, but I love my black people, my black women. Mm-hmm. I try to you know I always highlight them. I put them on the pedestal every day. If you read my my blogs, anything, because I, I you know I get tired of you know we tearing each other up especially the black woman because she's the one that should be held up on the pedestal because we wouldn't even mm-hmm. be here without her. You know what I'm saying? So I got daughters, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, my mom, that's my heart. And, you know, I hate that she's not here, but I know she's watching over me every day. So that's that's my motivation. So everything I do mm-hmm. when I see my mom in my vision, I got a ton of vision, and I'm just aiming for that top spot. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you got to talk that talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Now, you've worked with Robert De Niro, Michael Douglas, Morgan Freeman. What You've been on on the screen, but what's the difference between, for you, uh, between Mm -hmm. the screen and being in theater? Oh, man, because the theater is so personal. You know, um, like like when you're on the screen, 
sometimes you don't show up for, say, rehearsals and things like that. You might have one or two or something like that. So when you sometimes meet, especially the level that we are, uh, when you meet the person, it might be the first time you're meeting them. But theater, you know, you're with them for months, and you guys are learning each other. Um, you're learning the lines. You're being intimate. And, the, and the, the audience is right there. That's what makes it so special because the audience is right there. You don't have a time to be like, cut, and let's do it again and all like they, they're doing film. You know, you messed mm-hmm. up one time, you messed up one time, but it's so real because, I mean, it's like you and I having a conversation for the first time, and you know that conversation is authentic, it's pure. You, we can't even mm-hmm. repeat those words again because it happened once, right? You can't, you know, you can't mm-hmm. go back in time, and that's how theater it is. It's just something that's touching, and something that you know, like real tangible that you just, you know, grab at that moment, and, and it's just, it's really sentimental. And and I love theater. Like theater is my life. I, I don't take anything away from from movies and you know television or anything like that. But theater is, um, is something. You know, if you really want to hone your skills as an actor. I think theater is the basis of, of it all. That's the foundation. And once you master that, I think it's, it's, it's easier to master movies and television. And all you got to work is your facial expressions because that's what they really concentrate on. You know, television is waste up. Theater is your entire body, your entire existence. That's what it is. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I like how you just, just shared that. Um Thank you. Thank you. Should we call you Kenny? I mean, how, how do you want us to do a job? We don't want to make sure we yeah, do you, it right you here. Call me, you, you can call me Kenny. <laughs> okay. um, people call me KG because, um, you know, coming up in New York, they used to call me uh, Knowledge, Knowledge God, KG, Kenny Gouger, mm-hmm. you know, Kenny KG, whatever you want to call me. That's, that's all okay, good. we want to make sure we get it right here on Let's Chat because we can yeah. jack a name up. We just saying. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I, mean, I, I said Kenny <laughs> Sam because I was going to tear your first name up. And I was like, I better not even try that one. I'm going to jack his yeah. whole name up. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that, but that's how you, you know, K-I-N-E-H is Kenny, you know, when you phonetically sound it out, Kenny. So it's Kenny. My parents are a little abstract, so that's how they spelled it. And I really appreciate them for that because I stand out. Not just my name, mm-hmm. but I stand out, period. So, mm-hmm. And um, Gals, you, like, you know, it's did. difficult. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and like Gouger, you know, it's a, it's a mixture of Portuguese and Sierra Leone. When the Portuguese came in and conquered Sierra Leone and intruded, and you know, that's that's where the name comes from. It's the mixture. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So you speak French as well, right? Well, you speak French as well. A little bit. <laughs> as a as a as a kid, I did. I actually, you know, I, I took French. I spoke French a little bit, but. It kind of escaped me over the years because um, I, I do travel all over the world, but I don't get to practice, you know, like I was in Hungary, I was in Korea, and every country that I'm, I'm living in or going to, I was trying to pick up the languages. So I was forgetting the ones that I did know. And um, mm-hmm. there came a time, uh, you know, my father, he wouldn't speak to me or nothing but English, so the language escaped me, um, and I regret, you know, for, for that. But um, that's that's what happened. So maybe mm-hmm. one day I'll pick something else up when, when all the all the hustling and all the moving around, you know, come to a you know, a, a low halt or, or cease a little bit. Even narrating. Okay, so I, you're a writer as well. And so I posted yeah. this on Facebook by the way, on the other day. Mm-hmm. It was um because now they have audio books. And yeah. so I asked, is there a difference between the voice of the narrator and the audio book? And I asked that which is better. So have you ever checked out an audio book? Yeah, I, well, I, 
I did um the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I did a uh, voiceover for that. And you did audiobook. Yes, yes. And and a lot of my friends they do um children's audio books and it's 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 like cartoons, it's so animated, you know, you get to kind of step outside of your body and just just flow with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to be a kid in, in some instances like you know, just the voice changes and all of that. Like, I would put myself in a closet and when you just let yourself go. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the characters, you might have to pick your voice up, bring it down, the octave, or, you know, you know, just just play with it. Entertain yourself. And, and that's what's fun about doing audio books or, or voiceovers. Yeah. Did, I, did I answer your question? Can you hear me? Yes, you did. You answered very well. Okay, so T always asks these fun questions, so I want to ask you, if you could play a character in an animated cartoon, what kind of character would you be perfect for? Wow. Does it have to be an animated character that's known already? Nope. Oh, well, uh, that's that's simple. Uh, um, I would love to play Muhammad Ali. Because I I think he was so prolific, either him or Will or Nelson Mandela, because I think they are somebody that that really personifies you know what the black man went through and how they overcame all the forces that was against them and and, and, and gained success and actually you know they they sacrificed themselves and 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 you know and, and made an impact on the black community to become our heroes. So that that would be one of my lifetime um, achievements right there to play one of them, whether in an animated series or in an audio book or on television or in a movie or on stage. That would be my ultimate dream. Mm, absolutely, that would, yeah, that would be a nice one. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I asked uh, the other I asked the other uh, actor this question. I'm going to ask you because you you seem mm-hmm. like you are really really like. Just you would answer this really well. So you know we have Agent Orange, who is our president. Sorry if you voted for him and you're a Republican. <laughs> don't you know? I don't want to you know make you feel away if you are. But you know I call him <laughs> the Orange Alien. Now, uh-huh. if you were president, what changes would mm-hmm. you make um, for to better the lives of youth today? Oh man, you know what. That I know the youth are the future. I mean, I, I speak to a lot of a lot of youth. I mean, I, I go to places to um, have gatherings just to talk to them. I, I I even go as far as like kids walking down my block and they sagging their pants down and seeing showing they grow. I be like, come here, shorty. Let me talk to you, man. Let me tell you where mm-hmm. you know what you're doing to yourself because your images you know portray a lot to what you know how people treat us. So, um, what I would do, I would I would actually change. Laws, because I think poverty is is the destruction of everything. So if we can yeah. we can eradicate poverty, you know, like make sure everybody has food, clothing, and shelter. I'm, there's a, I mean, the welfare system thinks it just catered to black people, which is which is not true because a lot of people need welfare. So I think I would try to improve on that and try to change the school system. You know, get rid of more prisons and bring in more schools. So we can, because education is the key to everything. And the, the problem is that we're having right now is most people are not educated on what should be going on, especially like in, in well, I'm just going off, the tang- I'm going in the tangent, but especially in our community, the black community, 
because, you know, back in the 80s, the drugs came, the crack and all of that, and before that, the heroin and everything. So we, you, the kids started being raised with lawlessness. You know, the, the mothers were being younger and so forth, and the fathers started leaving the, the household, so there's nobody to use. So first, mm-hmm. we, we, need, we need to get back to raising our children. We need to get back to instilling values and some incident. You know, we can't let the, the TV or the radio raise And I don't care what people be talking about, like the music is all good. The music is good, but at the same time, there is music destroying our youth. And there's nobody over there guiding them. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm supposed to be talking about Agent Orange. I do know that. But what I'm speaking <laughs> about is things, is things that we suffer from as a community. Because um, in order for, for anything to be smooth, we need to be powerful as a people and move as a unit. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and every black men are scared to say stuff to younger black men these days, and that's the problem. We need we need to be able to step up and talk to each other and guide these youths because they don't have any type of guidance. They they don't have some mm-hmm. people in the house that because the, the parents that sometimes as raising some of us are not educated on certain things. So education is the key. That's why I appreciated being on the streets in New York or Jersey because even the OGs used to pull us to the side. And back then it was the, the guys and the earths and all that. They used to give us mathematics. And it, it was empowerment mm-hmm. on how you are, you being a king, you being a pharaoh, the whole kings and queens and all of that. And they empowered mm-hmm. you. You knew who you were. You know you came from royalty. You know how to move. You know nobody could say right. nothing to affect you know, your life. You know what I'm saying? So I think we need to get right. back to that. And bump Agent Orange because he ain't going to do nothing for the country, period. i never seen a president. I mean, shout out to Barack Obama. But still, in your life, if you could sit and think back, reflect back to some of the presidents that came out. I mean, when have they directly influenced your life? I understand, you know, insurance and things like that and so forth. Some people need that. A lot of people need that. I understand that. So I would definitely take a stance on those type of things. But when have a president directly affected your household? So what we need to do is take a hold of our own community, bump the president. I don't even want curse, but bump that presidency and all that other stuff. We need to go in and take a hold of our household. Black men need to stand up and take care of their children. They're, 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 they're women and all of that. So they stop running out on, 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 on our men. You know what I'm saying? Running out on our households and all of that. Don't be mad if you mm-hmm. see them with another race and all that because we're not doing our jobs as black men. Period. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. All right? And well, that was a lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I, I told you I'm passionate about No, don't people. be sorry. That's no. Don't be sorry. It needed to be said, and that platform is here for you to say it. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, as a man, though, because I, I, I kind of felt bad for him the other day. As a man, how does it feel like if you walk in with your woman and you go to hold her hand and she swats it? How does that feel like as a man, especially when it's so publicized? Well, can you say that again? Because I'm, I'm in rehearsal and the security guard came to check on me, so I didn't hear what you said. I was oh. Okay, yeah. so they were in, I don't know what country they were in, but he went to hold, hold her hand and she swatted his hand, like swatted wow. his hand away. So as a man in, in such a public light, how does that feel? Mm-hmm. How would that feel? You know, because as a woman, we like, oh, you done did something. But as a man, it has to make right. you feel a way uh, when your woman don't want to hold your hand. Well, I mean, that's disappointment on any, you know, whatever, whatever male or female that's disappointing when your your loved one kind of you in in front of you know public people because I mean in front of people um, 
So, I mean, for myself, I would first question myself, like, you know, what, what's wrong? I would question her, like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? What, why did you just do that? Uh, um, you, I mean, it has to be some type of reason why she wouldn't want to hold my hand at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a hurting feeling because, I mean, no one wants to be hurt. No matter where you are, who you are. Yeah, that that is a very big stage. I mean, was was it because of the law in that country you can't hold hands, or is it something affecting Mm -hmm. that that rule or something? It was just because she didn't want to. The way it looked. No, it wasn't the first time she did it. She did it twice. You know, he's on his his tour to other countries. Yeah, so she did it twice. The first time they were in and. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first time oh, they were yeah. in an Arabic country. The second time they was getting off the plane, and I guess he was trying to be courteous, and she was like, "Beat it." <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Kanye said it before. You know he got real famous. He said, "He remember that gold digger song? I ain't saying she a gold digger, but he's a way. He's a way. Yo, her heart is not in that relationship. Everybody know it. Something's <laughs> not in it." Yeah, so everybody know that her heart not it's not in that relationship. She's doing something to, um, to have a better platform so she can go back and she'll be in the history book. Let's put it that way. She's going to be in the mm-hmm. history book just like he's going to be. That's why he's making all the actions that he's making because all he that's mm-hmm. that's all he cares about really. Go back in history and what's the what's the best way for a president to be remembered? Go start a war somewhere. That's and that's what he's doing. That that, that man is mm-hmm. selfish. He think about himself. And he's not thinking about the citizens, and you know, I mean, we just we just pray that one day, you know, God will give him what he really deserves. That's all we can do, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I mean, we <laughs> we barely have a voice in this country, man, and we got to change that. So mm-hmm. a person like that, I don't give him the time of day, and, and I just pray for I pray for him really, you know, that that God will come back and he's gonna get what he deserves. We we always see mm-hmm. one day we won't be singing that song and we're going to be dancing on his, all his pictures and all of that. We're going to burn it, all that. But anyway, like I said, <laughs> I hate to give him some burning. energy, man. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think that woman loves him, man. That that woman is there, mm-hmm. is there just for the stage. That's it. We, you what know when agenda. somebody don't feel you. Yeah, the agenda, that's all it is. So, but we don't see that love like we saw with Barack and, Mich- and Michelle. That was oh, true yeah. black love right there. Every Man, opportunity he had, his, they would hold oh. their hands yeah, when you saw them together. I missed that. Believe, for sure, for sure. Even you know now. What? Yeah. Even yeah, now, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like watching your ex walk around with the uh, the, the next woman. He all looking Whoa. all refreshed, and his skin is all <laughs> clear, and he smiles. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, what? We couldn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, and you, you know, you you know, them people didn't want to see that man. That, that's all that was about. Because it was it was it was giving us some unity. It was giving us something to look at. And, and, and mm-hmm. be an example, you know, like we always are. Because, I mean, you know what? People know they come from us. Everybody comes mm-hmm. from us. We are the original, man. We are the original. Hebrew speaking about the Bible and the Quran and the Torah, everything. They know that. So they hate mm-hmm. to see us die. They hate to see us die. That man was up there mm-hmm. with his woman, with his wife holding her hand, showing how we supposed to. Because black people, we're loving people. That's how we fell into slavery. So we show love when you came in our community. We try to be hospitable. 
but then they spit on us and then they brandish our, our weapons on us and, and hold us as slaves because we are humble, mm-hmm. loving people. We're naturally that. You know that. Right. You can come in anybody's right. house and they're going to show you love. So you violate. You know, and mm-hmm. that's all. And they, they don't like to see that, man. But, you know, shout out to Barack and Michelle. Yes. Yes. yes, and that's what, and that's what we got to show more positivity, man. Uh, uh, we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. Absolutely. Well, we yeah. have so enjoyed having you here in the chat room, Alicia and I. Oh, Please I make sure you my. come back and visit us. This is your home. You're welcome oh. here anytime. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate that. I'm gonna, I appreciate that. I'm going to be looking for y'all email, too, because I'm going to correspond back and forth with you. Absolutely. But before you leave the chat room, please shout out your social media handles so that our listeners can follow you and anything that you have coming down the pipe that you'd like them to be aware of. Okay, okay. I appreciate that. Um, right now, we, we have a movie called Postal. Uh, um, great movie. Um, actually, it's going to Harlem uh, Film Festival on the 3rd of June. We just came back, came back from San Diego. Before that, we went to uh, Texas, um, went to Houston, we went to Denton. I mean, we went to various places with the movie, and it's doing well. It, it won a few awards. Um, got a couple of other movies, but let me keep moving mm-hmm. on. Uh, got a play that's opening up next week all the way till the 9th of June. It's going to be playing at the Duke Energy Center in Charlotte. Check that out if you can. And hopefully this play mm-hmm. is traveling all over the country. Great singers. They're killing the show, period. Great stuff. Um, but my social media handle, let me, I'm going to spell my name out for you because most people, if I say it, you're not going to know. So my, my Facebook first is K-I-N-E-H. So K-I has in India, N as in November, E as in Echo, H as in Hotel. Once you put that in, it'll pop up because nobody else has that name. And my last name is N apostrophe, G-A-O-J-I-N. And my Instagram is KG underscore model and also KG under KG model seven. That's my um, Twitter and also my other Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. So, so please get at me, man. I like to interact with people. Um, I want y'all to see witness something is, you know, cause you're going to talk back. I like think back two years from now. And you're going to be like, man, I remember hearing about this guy, but I didn't pay him no mind, but I, I'm that guy. I want the world to know, and I, I don't want to even sound conceited. I just know, you know, when, when God told you something and, and prophesied mm-hmm. something to you and you know it and it's so hard for you to keep it to yourself because you don't want to sound conceited when you tell someone else or tell the world, I have mm-hmm. this. I have this dream all the time, and, and it's it's in me. Like, this in my feet, this in my mind, this in my heart. I know what I'm destined for. It's just that vehicle, mm-hmm. that door to open up to so I can walk through but I know God got mm-hmm. me, so it's no doubt about it. I live and breathe it, and I don't even sleep. All I do is hustle and go after my dream. That's it, because I know. Because once I, I'm not just, I'm not just trying to be famous or nothing like that. I want to use that platform to make us better. That's my whole goal. That's that's mm-hmm. entirely my goal. I just, you know, acting is just what I do best, and I'm just gonna use that door. So that's there it is. And I just and I'm glad you said that. But it looks like you're full. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're full. I sent you an inbox and a fan request, but you're full. So, oh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna delete. I'm a, you know what? Before I go in, back to rehearsal, I'm gonna delete some people uh, off of there for real. So please send me <laughs> send me a friend request. I'm I'm looking for you. Okay. 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 I'm glad All that right, you I said that though, because 
We we appreciate you, and you know, as Tony said, you are welcome back anytime. Thank you, thank Absolutely. you, thank you so much. And, and and if I have, I'm gonna let y'all know. You know, y'all welcome to come through. And and once you know, I get my little paper up. You never know. I might, you know, say, I might send for my come to get you. you never know. That is good. Now, now see, we that like to good. travel. Look, we like to travel, yeah. so don't tell us that because when we see you on the Golden Glows, we're going to be like, remember yeah. us? Don't be acting like you don't know who we are. Giving us shade. Giving us shade. Like, I don't remember saying I was flying anybody anywhere. <laughs> no, no, y'all got me recorded anyway. So I, I keep my word. Everybody knows me. I keep my word. Well, so well, you I, have I'm on, on Saturday. I appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll run into y'all real, real soon. I know my, my director looking at me crazy, so I got to get back in this room. So no, I'll be there Saturday. All right. All right. That's, that's good. Okay. I'll be seeing y'all Saturday, okay? All right. Okay. All right. One love to y'all. Thanks again. Uh, yeah. Right back at you. <laughs> I love his energy, Lee. She was awesome. Yes, I love it. We've had the, like, the we always have great shows. Um, but the last two nights have been crazy. It's awesome. It's exciting. I can't wait to see how it goes down. Who's going to be our next set of guests on the winning team? Is it going to be the authors? Is it going to be the actors? I'm excited. It's, this game is, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to have a lot of passion in it. It's going to be some elbows being thrown so we're going to see how it's going to go down on this Saturday. So if you're in the Atlanta area, make sure you come out to the Authors versus Actors Celebrity Basketball Game. And that is this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that will be at mm-hmm. the Adamsville Recreation Center here in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate them for coming out. We appreciate the authors for coming out. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow we have the fabulous. See, we like to do things for the community a lot of times, and we love to hear um, what people are doing just to help us grow as as people. And so, you know, we have the fabulous Tamika Newhouse tomorrow. She'll be coming to talk that talk about the AANBC Awards and how she has stepped it up. There's so much going on um, that weekend. So if you are in Atlanta, uh, the weekend of June 10th, make sure that you check out the AANBC Awards. It's going to be so many authors um, out just just representing. Um, As well as we're going to have um, Pastor Smith, who is part of an organization, SES, and he's going to come on and talk a little bit about his – the company and financial literacy. Uh, he's going to, okay. you know, talk a little talk with us, and so I'm excited that we're going to be able to have them on tomorrow. So we'll catch you guys tomorrow, same chat channel, same chat time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. Good night. And on behalf of all the author, all the um, actors, we're going to do another Keith Robinson song. Okay. Good night. Hey yo. Let me rock with it. Just turn it on. Just turn it back on. Just go down with it right now. Morning.